And now it's time for the Celebrity Spot with Lori G. And her special guest. Take a listen. Welcome to the Celebrity Spot. I'm your host, Lori G. Today on the show, I have a very special guest, a CP advocate, Chelsea Bear. How are you doing, Chelsea, today? I'm great. I'm excited for our conversation. Me too. First question. What inspired you to talk about your CP journey on Instagram? I love this question because it was a very personal decision for me to to first open up on social media. Um, You know, if if I scroll back to my online social media platforms, you know, four or five, oh, you probably couldn't even tell I had CP at all. Um, Just, you know, I, I used a walker, a scooter, but whenever I take a picture, I'd kind of get up and make sure it was out of the frame. Uh, but I just one day decided I wanted to start proactively talking about my disability. It was something I always had, like kind of in the back of my mind, but never really took the belief to do it. And it was um, actually a conversation I had had with a friend of mine. We had a mutual friend and she was basically telling me that our mutual friend didn't know what my disability was. And at the time, and I was kind of um, just, it made me take a a moment to reflect. And I was on one hand very, very grateful that this friend was open to knowing me as a person and my disability didn't, you know, have any impact on our friendship. But on the other hand, I'm like, this is part of my identity. And I felt um, just, I felt kind of weird that I hadn't ever talked about it before. Uh, So that kind of is what switched to me. And then I just started sharing on social media kind of little aspects of my life that I never really opened up about. And it's been an incredible journey since then. What's your favorite Instagram post that you've done so far? Oh, that's a great question. But I like the ones where I'm able to share kind of a glimpse into, you know, what it's like living with the type of CP I have and and kind of the the struggles that come with it. But being able to kind of break it down in a way that it doesn't make people uncomfortable when um, having these conversations or learning about them. Um, so one of the most, one of the recent ones that comes to mind is I did a whole post about you know how I feel my body has been impacted because of the pandemic, um, you know isolating at home and what that kind of lack of movement did to me. In hindsight, is something I never really anticipated or expected. Um, so I did a post the other day, something as simple as me walking into Starbucks and grabbing coffee. Um, it, it's something that I used to do, like without even thinking twice. And then with the pandemic and just kind of not being as confident on my feet and getting around, i had been avoiding doing something as simple as that for probably over three years. Oh, wow. Um, so I, I did a post and I was like, you know, one day I just decided I'm going to walk in, I'm going to order it, I'm going to get my coffee and, and sit down when normally before I would go through the drive-thru to just avoid walking 
in general. Um, and I, I did a video about it and I just sat down, talked through kind of the thought process I had and then overcoming that. And it really just, the amount of comments I got from people saying, oh my goodness, I go through the same thing or I've been dealing with this also. Um, it really just creates the sense of community for selfishly myself, um, but you know, other people too that don't typically have other people like them to talk about these things. Right. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know any cool places in Tampa that are accessible? Yeah. Um, so anyone listening, I uh, grew up in South Florida, but I'm kind of new to the Tampa area. I've been here a little bit over a year now. And my favorite thing about Tampa is a lot of the business owners um, or just people, you know, in the hospitality industry around here have been really open to being accessible. And, you know, if I am at a restaurant, at least in my experience so far, um, if I'm at a restaurant or a venue or whatever it may be, I'm able to have conversations with people that work there. If there is something that's not accessible, they're open to hearing it and listening and implementing ways to change it. Um, so there's this one restaurant I really like, um, great food, Casa Santa Stefano. Um, they when I first went there, they didn't have kind of a ramp to get in to the to the front from the, the curb and you kind of had to go through the back and the side. Um, but the, the owners, they made it a priority to work with the city to have a ramp built from the sidewalk. Um, so that's, that's just one really great example that I, I like to give in Tampa. Um, but that, there's different areas like Sparkman Wharf is a good, you know, different fun area that's outside but pretty flat surfaces. Um, Armature Works is always a good go-to spot on the water and um, haven't had any issues really for at both of those kind of bigger places either. That's awesome. Yeah. I haven't been to Tampa in a long time, so I'm excited to see. So I'll contact you if I'm in Tampa. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And, you know, I, I've heard from everyone that's been here for a while it's that it really has changed so much. Um, you know, over the past few years, just with a lot of development and things to do. So, yeah, let me know if you're here. Do you have any advice for people who have disabilities that want to start their own Instagram? Yeah, I love this question and I, I do get a lot of people asking. And, you know, every time I get this question, my initial response is... You know, when you're putting yourself out on social media, you're bound to get a mix of engagement. You know, you're going to have people and you're also going to have people that don't know you that are scrolling on social media and say, you know, negative things hiding behind a screen. Um, so what I always like to say is if you're wanting to put yourself out there and your your story, you know, just make sure you're comfortable with sharing whatever it may be. Um, you know, share things that are, are authentic to you and that you're proud to share, not necessarily things that you feel like will perform well or you feel like other people want to hear. Um, I think it's really important to stay true to who you are. And again, just putting things out there that even if you do get some negativity around it, um, you know, even me, like I get negative comments just for walking sometimes. So it, it could really, it doesn't have to be a controversial thing for people to, to you know, um, say things. 
but um, yeah, just just be authentic to yourself and you know, write down why it is you want to become an advocate or put yourself out there on social media and reflect on that often through, through the journey. That goes together with my next question. How can people learn more about advocacy for their own disability? Yeah, I think, you know, if you have a disability, you naturally have to be your own advocate. Um, I think for me and you as someone who was, we go through kind of a, a progression where obviously it's our parents or our, whoever's looking after us is, is advocating for us. But the older we get, you know, kind of shifts back onto us because it, it's our life and it's our, our voices. Um, but, you know, whether you've had a disability your whole life or you've acquired one, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that a lot of the world wasn't really designed with us in mind. So even if we want to sit back and be quiet, you know, we, we do have to, to speak up for the things that simply get us included and, and in the room. Um, so I just think, you know, never, never forget that. It's something that I used to struggle with even my, myself. I would be really shy and I would kind of adapt to the world instead of having the world should adapt to me. Um, so, you know, I think it's all about just standing for what you believe in and what you deserve and um, not being afraid to use your voice and speak your, your opinion and needs. And, you know, the right people will support you along the way. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. Yeah. Do you have any advice for anyone who's thinking to start dating but doesn't know how? Yeah, I've been pretty open about my experiences, you know, the the highs and lows of dating with a disability. Um, And, you know, I I just recently wrote about it for Refinery and in the process of me writing it, I definitely reflected a lot from, you know, when I first started on online dating apps, early 20s to now almost being 30 years old. And, you know, what I would tell my younger self back then is just to embrace who you are. Um, I think with dating, a lot of us, you know, whether it's a disability or not, like people just naturally have things that they're not excited to tell a potential partner or, um, you know, ghosts that they may be scared of, of bringing to the attention with the fear that someone may not want to get to know them. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, for, for me, it's a physical disability. It's what you see right away. Even if I don't tell you beforehand when we meet so I just think you know again only share what you're comfortable with sharing but also know that whoever you're meant to be with the things that you may personally be ashamed or not as proud of won't matter to the right person Um, so just be yourself be authentic um, and you know you'll you'll attract the right person at the right time thank you for that where can my listeners find you on social media I'm on all social media platforms, um, on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. I'm at Real Chelsea Bear. I'm also on YouTube under Chelsea Bear, and then also Facebook as well. That's awesome. Last question. How can people be more allies to the d- disabled community? I like to break it down with something very simple, um, and that's just, you know, listening and amplifying. So, you know, if you're not someone with a disability, just 
listen to people with disabilities, listen to their wants, listen to their needs. And if you're in a position to amplify their message, whether it's something like sharing a social media post or advocating at your company to I keep using the ramp example, but adding a ramp so it's, you know, someone with a wheelchair can get in. Um, you know, if, if you're not disabled and you have some form of connections or ability to make change on any level, just keep people with disabilities in mind on your journey. Yeah. I think slowly but surely, like society is getting better. Yeah, I do. I, I really genuinely do feel a shift. And I think, you know, right now, diversity and inclusion is so important. And, you know, in some aspects, it's a trend, which is a good trend that should stay a trend forever. Um, but I think, you know, having the disability component as part of diversity is finally starting to slowly happen. Um, so I just hope that continues. People like us to so just keep getting these messages out there, getting the attention of people to listen, and then, like I said, implement you know those more inclusive initiatives. Now I would like to take the time to thank Chelsea Baird for being on the show today. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed talking to you. Me too. I hope you enjoyed that interview. I worked really hard on it, and I want to thank Chelsea Bear for coming and letting me interview her. The door is always open, Chelsea. I really had a blast interviewing you. Make sure to like and subscribe to this channel and leave a comment down below. I will leave Chelsea's social media handle in the description box so you guys can check her out. With that being said, this has been The Celebrity Spot. I'm your host, Lori G. Celebrity Spot with Lori G and her special guest.